Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. and Chloe and it's been a while but we're happy to be back it's been some time it's been some time Chloe's a little sick I'm a little sick but you have what I like to call a sexy bedroom voice oh which is when (laughs) you get really hoarse I did a a reading where I read stage directions yesterday and I was like I shouldn't be reading it like this 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 is too sultry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> were you distracting from the actual content of the play? I mean, no one told me I was, but no one told I you you weren't. Was. Yeah, I definitely was. <laughs> I believe it. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk about another lady. A new day, a new lady. A new day, a new lady. A new month, a new lady? Question sure. mark. Well, that's how women work. By the month. Is it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So this one, I'm just going to preface by saying... Outside of my comfort zone. I really am trying to include women from every corner of the earth. And Exciting. It's, it's great because I don't know that much about them. And I love not knowing things because then it means I get to learn them. Because I am an aggressive nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, yeah, she's something I don't, I don't know that much about the era, save from very fictionalized accounts. And so it was really fun for me to get to know it. But... I'm just going to say, like, that means I might get things wrong. Also, I don't know pronunciations as well, so it means I might get those wrong. Just know none of it's meant to be disrespectful. I'm trying my best, and I just want to <laughs> celebrate the awesome ladies for who they are. Um, celebrate. Yeah, exactum, exactum mundo, Chloe. What area of the world are we going to be in today? We're going to be in Asia. Exciting. It's it's honestly really fucking exciting. Um in the 19th century. Ooh. I know. Pretty recent. So fucking for you. So fucking. It just for happened. For you, for sure. For me, it's like, God For damn you, it. it's like yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I also realized I have a tendency to only care about medieval and pre-modern things. So I'm like, you should. It's not true. I find many things very fascinating. But, mm-hmm. like, what I end up, like, rabbit holing into is, like, crazy medieval and earlier people so this is a lady who i guess i didn't realize i first became aware of in the third pirates of the caribbean stay with me i'm fully with you she is you know in the scene with keith richards oh there's like a pirate council my goodness there's a french one i I would have done research and watched this again if i'd known but i like that that's research yeah well please anything's um all of his research. <laughs> really? Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so, this is, again, like, one of the many legendary aspects of this woman's life. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's just a general badass. And I also got to know a little bit more about piracy, which is never a bad thing. Um, 
So this is Qingxi, which again, if I mispronounce these badly, I'm very sorry. I'm trying my best. This looks phonetically sound. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> I got she... six years of uh, Chinese training. You do? So Seriously? Yeah, I Oh do. my God, you shut up. <laughs> this is going to be so much better now. I know my handwriting's illegible, but you're actually going to be able well, to... Well, we don't point. know that I know this dialect from this C-H-I-N-G. area. C-H-I-N-G. Sure. C-S-H-I-H. Sure, we're going to leave the audience with that. <laughs> you're not going to help, are you? Not that. Jesus. That I don't know if that's... I know, like, Mandarin, like, modern Mandarin. So I don't know how helpful I'll be today. If this is, like... I was just, like, trying to impress you with the, a fun fact here. Like, this wasn't... That's I amazing. Wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm extraordinarily impressed. I'm not offering up skills here that are sub. <laughs> you just wanted to let me know. <laughs> I just needed you to know. So, like, you're silently <laughs> judging me as I'm just butchering No, I have names. some things. Like, this Guang, is probably... Guangdong. 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 I can help you with some things. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Xi Yang... She is it? She? I would say sure. Sure. Usually. Okay. See, but I could be wrong. No, we I could both be wrong. I was gonna say most likely I'm very, very wrong, and you're really close. Listen, apologies again to our our listeners who know so much more than me, who always know more than us. I just got really excited because she's a cool lady. So <laughs> let's hear about her. Let's hear about her. Jing Shi was born in 1775. Mm-hmm. What a year. Mm. You know? Um, oh, by the way, I think I also said that Theodora was in the BC, like before the Common Era. And my dad finally listened to one of the episodes and he was like, So I think you meant in the Common Era? And I'm like, You know what? They'll know. Um, it's a cute father daughter relationship. Actually, he's adorable. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's like, so I think you meant that. So I did, mm-hmm. by the way. But this mm-hmm. is 1775. This is the 18th century. We're going literally a few millennia later. Almost two. Very cute. So cute. Um, she's born in the Guangdong province. Um, and there's really not much known about her early life. I, I tried. Mm-hmm. I really tried. Not much known about her early life, so by I'm just gonna make up a story and say it was probably nice. Um, <laughs> I don't think so because she actually became a prostitute or a sex worker and a madam, and she worked in my new favorite thing, a floating brothel. Oh, right. I'm assuming it's on water. Uh, I would not in the hope sky. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird Miyazaki movie. He needs castle in the sky. It's brothel in the sky. Oh please, I would love. We should make that movie. I would really love that. We should make that happen. <laughs> um, I think so, we both just got lost. Lost in the thought of yeah. I, just, I was sky. definitely imagining that movie. Somebody Same. cut and print that. Some, I mean, but like, Somebody, give us credit. Yeah, please, because that came from clear thoughts. Um, <laughs> so she she worked as a sex worker, but also a madam, and she worked, I guess, within this world of, um, you know, in, in the 18th and 19th centuries, there was rampant piracy going on mm. in the south of China, specifically along the Malacca Strait, and there's still, like, that's one of, still one of the most pirated regions of the world, mm. which is crazy. Um, 
because pirates still exist. They're just not as fun because they don't have like galleys and vessels and yeah, they usually just they just like have guns and like that's lazy. Yeah, where's the sword fighting? Ramp up the drama. There wasn't a lot of actual sword fighting and real piracy, but like I want to live with my heightened version of it. Yeah, but why narrow our minds like that? You know, <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. Um. She ends up somehow meeting this very notorious pirate mm-hmm. in 1801. His name is Chang the First. Um, and his family were really, really famous pirates. And, like, from at least over a century before. So they were very successful. And I suppose from the time what I've gathered from this era of history is that, um, you know, and again, I, I fully acknowledge this is a cursory knowledge of... Uh, I have now a cursory knowledge of this. But um, it's, you know the piracy of the time was because it was very hard to kind of uh, maintain and implement uh, legal order, sorry, throughout, like, (laughs) I accidentally bumped her, that's why I said sorry, Um, (laughs) legal order throughout, like, foreign era, like, foreign areas, stop it, (laughs) um, just like a random sorry comes out. Um, I love podcasting. (laughs) I'm so glad, because you can't see us. Um, Just a reminder to our listeners that you can't see us. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) But we look great, and that's what matters. Yeah, sure. And Um, that's what matters. I put on makeup. Yes. So so they end up, um, she meets this man. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, oh no, I was saying something about um, the, so yeah, so there was a lot of actually. Um, this is a period of active colonialism within like Macau, which becomes a central part of the story. And um, the Portuguese Macauan government um, is is very powerful, but this is actually beginning to be the era of decline for it. So it's kind of an interesting thing because you have all these foreign powers like the British. East India Company and the Dutch actually India Company and then the actual Chinese government and then you have the Portuguese government so you have all these competing forces and then they basically end up giving themselves like a detente and they all just control their own regions and don't really help each other and so what can grow within that fraction is like piracy people taking advantage of the situation but it also seems like pirates lived in this really communal life where like if you pillaged physically if I went out and pillaged mm-hmm. I got the loot like that was mine mm. so you or you got a, a equal share of it <coughs> with those who mm-hmm. um helped to pillage and mm-hmm. do bad things but also like the communities it seemed like you would like pay tribute to the people the pirates coming in and maybe they wouldn't pillage you so and sometimes they were supported by local gentry because how else do you sell the things that you pillage for money? Well, you can give them to local people with money and then they give you actual money. So, you know, you never think about the actual exchange of goods, but that's one of them. Right. And so it's said to be quite supported locally. So um, a whole infrastructure. Literally a whole infrastructure in place because there's kind of a lack of infrastructure, which mm-hmm. is really interesting because that's, I get, that's, it makes sense. That's exactly right. what happens when there isn't that. Did right. I spit on you? No. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, oh, okay. My goodness. Wow. Don't worry, I let you know. Thanks. I got excited. Um, <laughs> so, Ching Shu marries um, <laughs> Cheng the first I guess and his like I said family were really famous pirates so they've been pirates for a while and is there any stigma with marrying a descendant of pirates no. or like a family of pirates no, not oh. for a sex worker um, sure and that. and this is really interesting because we don't know if they met and married because there was a mutual infatuation with each other or mm-hmm. because literally it was a good business move like mm-hmm. that's an actual debated fact because mm-hmm. 
what ends up happening is she agrees to lend her considerable intelligence. This is a direct quote from Wikipedia and experience to her husband's work. <laughs> and they actually wrote a, like a marriage contract that gave her a 50% share in control of his. Yeah. Your face right now is amazing. 50% share in control of his like fleet. Whoa. So whether or not, you know, I'm sure she's been building a reputation for herself in her own like through her own means and then ends up, you know, meeting this man and he recognizes that. So again, whether it's business or not, it doesn't matter because the result is this extraordinary share in what they're doing together. Hmm. Um, And it's very much acknowledged that she was a willing and very able participant in her husband's piracy. So she becomes this really kind of active figure in the world. Um, And so... She ends up with her husband adopting C-H-E-U-N-G, Chung? Sure. Po, as their stepson, and made him their legal heir. And this boy, Chung Po, had been abducted and pressed into piracy by Chang. Um, So that happened. Like, these aren't... I'm not saying they're great people. They still did the things that pirates do. But he was a very young boy, so he's raised within this world, and this man sees him and says, I want you to be my heir, my son, mm-hmm. excuse me, my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, um, she and Chang had two sons and um, they basically just kind of created this life for themselves. And by 1804, Chang had, and again, when I say this, we can presume it includes she, mm-hmm. um, created a coalition of rivaling Cantonese pirates fleets that was known as the Red Flag Fleet, mm-hmm. which is to this day, apparently, again, I could be wrong, but um, the largest coalition of pirates ever created, ever. Whoa. Three, over 300 ships of about 20,000 to 40,000 pirates. Sick. So cool. So they created this coalition because everyone was fighting with each other and they thought, wait a minute, it, no. Uh-huh. So they basically were like, well, let's have one leader. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being the red flag fleet. They literally, there was like the black flag and the, you know, so they had literal different flags and the red flag was um, Chang's fleet. And so um, for a few years, they end up really formulating this and, and trying to build a great foundation for their people, if you will, mm-hmm. um, through this, this amazing fleet. Um, it doesn't last in that way very long so by in november of 1807 actually chang dies in vietnam he's 39 Mm -hmm. um and instead of like falling to the wayside she immediately goes to consolidate her power just like right off the bat Mm -hmm. um she cultivates the relationships with the other rivals of the other pirate um like leaders to get them to recognize her status and authority Mm -hmm. so she and her adopted son chang's legal heir um, Chung Po start having a more intimate relationship. Oh, okay. Um, and <laughs> so, so her and her son start like coupling stepson, up. Stepson. Stepson. Sure. But yeah, they start coupling up because he's the legal heir. And that's like just what you had to do. Well, I think they also did love each other. I'm not saying it's great. I feel like you're surprised at my hesitations here. But I feel like I feel you're like surprised my at my lack of hesitation. Are, are valid? I mean, <laughs> I, she she 
raised him. She held a motherly position in his life. You're absolutely correct. For a good amount of time. A few years. Sure. Six years. You know what? I'm not saying it's great. I'm not saying this is how uh, people should (laughs) cultivate step-mother-son relationships. No. I'm also saying I've heard so much worse that this does not jade me. I guess that's what it is. I guess I'm just... This is fine because they're not actually related. So I'm okay with it. Okay, right. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard worse. I've heard so much worse. Okay, great. We're going to talk about a lot worse things. Uh, so everyone listening, future. stay tuned for whenever that comes back. Y'all, it's <laughs> whenever be that real. conversation gonna, circles around. That conversation will be in every single podcast. <laughs> just, just keep tuning in for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever. So yeah, so okay, she great. and her stepson have a more begin having a more intimate relationship. And again, I can't deny my own thoughts that it is politically motivated, at least in some part for mm-hmm. her. Um, but she's named, she names him the official captain of the fleet. So she has the power to imbue him with that power. So even in pirate hierarchies, it's still based. The motherfucking patriarchy. It's still based on. You're correct. System of heirs. And the goddamn motherfucking patriarchy. That's interesting, actually. Isn't it? Yeah. But let's talk about how we subvert that, Chloe. Great. Um, so... (laughs) It doesn't matter that she did that. Okay. Because he's a figurehead. Sure. So she gives him the title. She doesn't care. But she's the one who's ruling. It sounds very Lady M. It's so it's so many of my ladies that I love. It's so <laughs> many of them. Um, I did write. Did I tell you I wrote a whole thesis on Lady Macbeth? I believe that you did. I did. Sophomore year of college. They made us write two theses at my school because they hate us. Oh. So my sophomore thesis was about Lady M. That's exciting. I called it the Scottish Queen. You should have. I'm glad you did. It made me really excited. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Actually, Jesus. we'll have to talk about her, the real lady, because that's what I was so fascinated by. Ooh. Yeah. That's, I love that. I you recently, can read my thesis if I you want. I recently did a uh, monologue from hers in a play. I know. That you were at. I was telling our listeners, all right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That was a fun fact for our listeners. You're right. I'm so sorry. You're like, yeah, I was there. I was yeah, in the I audience. Yeah, I saw you do it. Look at this supportive friend right here, everybody. Oh, shush. Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please. I'm going to sip my tea. Um, <laughs> That's called the tea of friendship. The right tea there. of friendship. Earl Grey is the tea of friendship. I hope so. What else would it be? Yeah. I'm going to have to be so badly in like 10 minutes. Great, let's start the timer on that. We'll be fine. I can hold it. <laughs> I have a small bladder, I'm used to it. Anyway, uh, so... So brave. Thanks. So brave. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she she maneuvers to give herself this position, and she makes herself absolutely essential to every other captain of the fleet, and mm-hmm. she uses their existing loyalty to her now dead husband. Mm. Or as I wrote, dead hubs. Um mm-hmm. So once she is secure in her position, she sets about uniting the fleet by issuing a code of laws that were strictly enforced. I mean, like, uh, everyone's like, no, 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 code of laws, but no one cares. No, these were, like, strictly enforced. Mm. And I had to print them out because I knew I didn't feel like actually writing them. (laughs) So let's go through these because they are so clearly written by a lady. And I love that. 
So anyone, this is the first one. Mm-hmm. This is this code of laws. Number one. Anyone giving their own orders, ones that didn't come down from Qingxia, or disobeying those of a superior, was beheaded on the spot. Yep. Sounds right. Number two. No one was to steal from the public fund or any villagers that supplied the pirates. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Interesting. Genius. Mm-hmm. Also, so dumb that you have to write that down. <laughs> well, it's pirates. Makes sense. There's a I, lot of stealing going the on. The villagers that supply the pirates, I, There's a lot of stealing going on. If it's in your blood, it's in your blood. Anyways. You're right. I guess so. <laughs> It's in my blood to steal. Listen, we're... Kleptomania is real. We're coupling um, with our stepsons. We're stealing from the villagers. We also like to pillage. Well, of course. And rape. Of course. And so, like sell them that into slavery. Actors' vocal warm-up that we all know. Do you know that one? <laughs> Which one is it? I don't The one about I the would... cow burning down the barn? No. Do you know that one, though? It's like the lamp? No. God, I haven't done that one in a while. So clearly, because I don't remember it. <laughs> I hate a group. And I'm choosing not to say the other one. That's fair. I think I know the one you're talking about. I think I know it too. We can all look it up on our own time. Sounds great. (laughs) Acting warm-ups are dumb. Thank you, theater cops. Except if they're personal warm-ups, then do we want. Um, I just hated group warm-ups because I felt like so much pressure. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe it's because my theater group is weird as fuck. I was going to say, yeah, usually when it's in a group, the focus isn't on you anymore. So. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> huh. That's what happens when you let engineers be actors for moments. Anyway. Um, we have a lot to uh, unpack so after this. Um, <laughs> we'll do a little so therapy much. session. I'm good. A little Johns Hopkins therapy session. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Everyone. Your eyebrows this. just became like pleading. <laughs> <laughs> Says the girl who's at the moment wearing a fucking Hopkins shirt. You literally are. Listen, there's no school spirit. It just it's a comfy shirt. Hey, when the head of Johns Hopkins is listening to this podcast later. If it's Ronnie D, go fuck yourself. Anyway. Whoa. Um <laughs> We're getting spicy this morning. You don't you just Horrible man. Um, pivot to number three. Pivot to number three of this great pirate code. <laughs> he made us call him Ronnie D. Who does that? Anyway. We had a Dean Teeny. We liked him, though. We liked him, though. Dean Valentini. Dean Teeny. He was cute. He was cute. That's it was a cute. Good it was a good thing. It wasn't Ronnie D being like, I'm one of you. And we're like, no. Oh, he was definitely doing that, but it kind of worked because he was kind of wholesome. Okay. Like, it, it seemed like it was coming from a good place. Good, I'm glad. So we liked it. I'm happy about that. Thank you so much. Go Barnard. Yeah, well, Columbia specifically, so I don't want to take credit for it. So but, sorry. But as a Barnard woman, I will say thank you. Yes, always go Barnard. Go Barnard. Um, <laughs> this Hawkins. is Cantonese, by the way. Like, <laughs> I realized this, like... Oh my god, someone's calling me. And Ooh, I'm a double up. phone call. My, my computer does that. That was now. exciting. I my iPad does it too. I get a lot of rings. Three. It's a lot, and I usually just ignore it. Technology's crazy. Mm-hmm. Pivot um, to number three. Yes. Of this code of laws, in case we all forgot what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. All goods taken as booty, which is so fun to say, had to be presented for group inspection. The booty were registered by a pursu- purser purser english mm-hmm. and then distributed by the fleet leader the original caesar received 20 percent, and the rest was placed in the public fund oh it's like so an that's, agent. that's what i mean it's like yeah exactly <laughs> except 20 percent instead of 10 um so manager um oh you know what this is gonna sound bad but for modeling agents it's 20 percent. 
And that's what I was thinking. They of. would do that to you. They truly would. That's because garbage. there is no union and you are getting no health care, so might as well up the percentage. Might that as they well take, take even more money from well you because you're paying more. for everything yourself. <laughs> that's a rant for yet another time. Let's stick we to should this. like the history of modeling. No. There's some <laughs> awesome ladies though. Oh, I would do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like anyway. <laughs> I was like the history of women, like posing yeah i was like sure not to diminish what you do i don't mean that <laughs> i don't mean that no no i didn't feel diminished at good all. Um, I, I was the one diminishing <laughs> so, i mean as long as you're doing it um number four number four actual money uh sorry just like you know the beatles like number five it's like that um number actual four. money was turned over to the squadron leader who only gave a small amount back to the Caesar so the rest could be used to purchase supplies for unsuccessful ships. Hmm. So really about redistributing um, wealth. wealth and creating a somewhat functional community. According to Philip something Irish, the punishment for a first-time offense of withholding booty was severe whipping of the back. Large amounts of withheld treasure or subsequent offenses carried the death penalty. Ooh. So it was like, don't fuck with us. Yeah. But if you're in, we take care of you. Right. Like mafia. Sure. But on boats. Isn't that what piracy is? I thought so. I mean, I just thought of that, and I'm sad that I just thought of that. Because it makes sense. No, it makes a lot of sense. It makes um, a lot of sense. Cool. Ching Shu's code had special rules for female captives. Um, so standard practice was to release women, but some men that she had captured from the British East Indies Company... Witnessed differently. Usually the pirates made their most beautiful captives their concubines or wives. If a pirate took a wife, he had to be faithful to her. Like, had to be. The ones deemed unattractive were released and any remaining were ransomed. Pirates that raped female captives were put to death. Whoa. Being faithful is already interesting. Already hard enough. That's already... People can't even do that today. No. Not to wag any fingers at anybody from my past, but I'm just saying some people don't know how to be faithful. Some people don't understand the concept. Uh, anyways. Again, more things to unpack. Um, and pirates that raped female captives were put to death. Sorry, I said that. If no, pirates had consensual sex with captives, the pirate was beheaded and the woman he had, had he was like with, had cannonballs attached to her legs and was thrown over the side of the... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hang on, hang no on, hang out on. of wedlock marriage, like sex. You read correctly. 
If it's consensual, then they if get If it was punished? consensual and they weren't married. Oh, oh, oh. So oh. if he didn't... Because in... I believe... I mean, this is, again, my interpretation. It could be wrong. Ching shows, like, it doesn't matter if they decided to have sex that one time. Right. Like, what it, What happens if he abandons her? Right. Her, that seemed to be This her is position. my wholesome approach to that law. I, it could also just be women are distracting to pirates. Mm. Um, quote, unquote. And he'd be fucking her and then wouldn't necessarily want to go. Honestly, I think I think the wholesome one is kind of... the wholesome one's right. It feels a bit more true just because that seems to be the way that she was interacting with her own marriage. I agree. It seemed to be for gain. And also, again, she comes out of a world where... I mean, sex is a commodity, and she mm-hmm. used it, and so I'm. Um, yeah, it just yeah to me that that interpretation that seems, no, does that make seems sense. Fair to me too. So if that happened, the pirate was beheaded, and like I said, and the woman he had he was with had cannonballs attached to her legs and was thrown over the side of the boat. Mm. Violations of other parts of the code were punished with flogging, clapping, and irons or quartering a fave. Deserters or those who had left without official permission had their ears chopped off, and then were paraded around their squadron. Glasspole, who's a man, Richard Glasspole, who's actually a guy who was captured by her, and he's actually, his account of her mm-hmm. and his captivity is one of the main resources we have for understanding who she is. So just know what I'm saying is not necessarily coming from a sympathetic voice. Mm-hmm. So again, like, it's so important, like, with Theodora, it's so important to understand the information and who, like, bias of those who's who have the ability to write it down. Right, right. So this is the not kind I would assume, if you're captive, right. um, approach. Right. So Glasspool, man, one of the men who was um, actually, I, I think I talked about how he was captured later, captured by her, concluded that the code gave rise to a force that was intrepid in attack, desperate in defense, and unyielding even when outnumbered. Mm. Scrappy as fuck. Oh. But also very organized. Mm-hmm. And again, these were very much upheld. So really interesting. <coughs> really yeah, interesting. I wonder, I wonder how frequently those things were done on board. I mean, I bet you only have to do a few of those things a few times for everyone Before, else yeah. to like learn their lesson. Right. But yeah. Huh. Um, the fleet establishes a hegemony over many coastal villages and even imposed levies and taxes on them. Mm-hmm. And they robbed towns from Canton to Macau. So they really had a large territory, which is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, in January of 1808, the Chinese government tries to destroy her fleet in a series of battles. She pillaged and took over the government ships. So they're, like, trying to attack her, and she's like, hold on, I want that ship. Um, and then the government then has to resort to using fishing be- vessels for battle, which is so great and makes me so happy. That's a really nice mental image. Isn't it? It really is. She sees them coming to attack, and instead of, like, going, let's battle the hatches or whatever pirates say, she's like, you know what? Let's just claim it. That boat would look really good in my fleet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Um, at the same time, other pirate fleets were beginning to threaten her, the Red Flag fleet's position. What? <laughs> This is incredible. Isn't it? Yeah. She's so cool. Um, So she is, you know, some people in the Red Flag Fleet, which is that great coalition that was created by her and her husband, her ex-dead, dead husband, um, ends up, uh, some of them desert, 
the fleet and try and take over. Mm-hmm. None of them are successful. They even try and team up with the Chinese government to do it. None of them are successful. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, for years, no one could defeat her fleet. Not even the Qing Dynasty officials, other pirates, the Portuguese, and British bounty hunters. So she has a lot of people after her and her <laughs> fleet. And she's just, no. Like, no. I'm good. <laughs> I'm chilling, actually. I'm really liking you. where I am right now. But thank you for trying. Emotionally, spiritually, yeah, physically yeah, yeah. on a boat. Like, right. But that I control. Love those boats, man. I love a boat I can control. I actually get very seasick, so I don't. Um, <laughs> and I'm afraid of large bodies of water, so quite the pair. Wait, I was going to say, we are quite the pair. I just feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Should go on the Ikea boat. <coughs> I took a ferry within the last week. How are you? It was great. I actually okay. like ferries. It's, I don't mind them. Yeah, they're, they're rapid. <laughs> You're right. Right, it's not like we're also you're in the not middle going of the ocean. To the ocean. You're right. going it's across not like, yeah. to like New Jersey. Yeah, um, no, it was great. It was great. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> it's just a noise of disgust at Jersey. It's fine. It's beautiful. Jersey no, is honestly, gorgeous. It was like the best day. Oh, that's awesome. I'm happy you had that. Yeah, thanks to the ferry specifically. Thanks, ferry. Um, in 1809, she captured an officer of the East India Company and seven British sailors, one of whom, of course, is Richard Glasspool, who, mm-hmm. for whom we are grateful because he wrote stuff down. <laughs> Whether or not he wrote stuff down kindly, it's, again, it, by all it's accounts, something. it's a very kind record, um, especially considering that he's her captive. He writes pretty sympathetically, but mm. again, everything must be taken with a grain of salt. So right. yeah. we weren't there. We don't know. Right. In September and November of 1809, Qingxia and Po's fleet suffers a series of defeats by the Portuguese Navy at the Battle of Tiger's Mouth. They went on forever and ever. Battles are often boring, and thus... And these ones don't seem... What, is I, what did I say? Wow, I forgot how to read. I wrote, <laughs> battles are often boring, and this one is always attributed to Po's tactics and don't seem to mention her. So I didn't bother to write anything down about them. Right. Honestly, I tried to read about the battles, and I just didn't understand the actual structure of the article. It mm. was like weird graphs, and I was just not in the mood. Um, what we need to take from it is that there was a battle of Tiger's Mouth. Great name. Yeah. Great yeah. name. And they suffered a series of defeats. Um, there was a fine, and these went on for months. So these are long fucking battles. Yeah. I hate battles. Um, some are cool. Some have funny things happen in them, and I like them for that reason. Some are just boring. Right. These just seem to be like an all-out war where like you're just everyone's hitting everyone and everyone's dying. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a final battle of Cheklak Kok in 1810. So again, months later. Mm-hmm. They end up surrendering to the Portuguese Navy, and the coolest thing happens. So this is a battle that's been waging for months, right? Everyone's tired. Mm-hmm. But they're in a bad position they end up losing so what do they do she has such a reputation that she's offered by the Qing imperial government an amnesty like an agreement a contract if you will whereby they can all (laughs) do things interestingly so here's what that laid out to all pirates who agreed to surrender ending their career and keeping the loot from that year. Meaning, there was an amnesty offered by them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I said that really badly. No, no. Where, if you agreed to surrender, <coughs> you got to keep everything you looted from that year, mm-hmm. 
and if you just stop being a pirate. And at the, again, from this time period, piracy, from my understanding, unlike the mafia, maybe, um, <laughs> on boats, uh, you right. could just kind of not come and go, but you could um, end up like making it a short-lived career. So if you wanted to, you could join the fleet, be a part of it, active participant, and then when you're like, I'm good, you mm-hmm. could leave. So, which I think is... <coughs> oh, it's the tickles coming in. Oh, no. <coughs> I'm sorry. No, all good. The coughing. It's happening. <coughs> so, out of the remaining <coughs> fleet of 17,318 pirates, which I don't know how we know that number. Um, I'm just stating it. It allowed 60 pirates to be banished, 151 to be exiled, which, to be fair, those words practically mean the same thing. There's very minor differences in it, so I don't really know the big difference. I'm just going to say 210 people to be exiled. 126 to be put to death. That's it. Hmm. And the rest had to surrender their weapons. Hmm. That was it. Out of 18,000, maybe more, pirates. (coughs) A battle that waged for months. (laughs) <laughs> where they oh, lose. Mm-hmm. They organize this shit. How many How many were left? About 18,000. 18,000 was the number of that was left. Left. Okay. Who were actively there, didn't yeah. abscond with yeah, other yeah, pirates, yeah, 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 yeah. who didn't die. That's actually more people than I thought. I mean, the fleet at, to- at the height of what it was was said to be 20,000 to 40,000 people. Hmm. So, yeah, that's still a lot of people, though. That is a lot of people. And out of 18,000 people, like, 200 were exiled. 126 were put to death. And then everyone else got to just surrender their weapons. (coughs) Cough when you need to. I know. I'm trying so hard not to I love that, and I feel so bad for you. (laughs) Let it out. Let it go. (laughs) Your voice has never sounded more beautiful. (coughs) I'm going to stop coughing in three... Two, one. The moment you say that, it's the moment you're going to just I know, keep it's coughing. Just gonna, it's just going to explode. <laughs> no, I'm good. Cool. <laughs> Chung Po was granted a position as a captain in the Imperial Navy. Okay. Because, you know, that seemed like the next step. I mean, he was good at what he did, so they're like, you should work for us now. Right. Which is so great. <laughs> I just fucking love that. They're like, you know what? You want a job. Um, <laughs> we tried you, to kill you, but do you actually want a job? But like, all that aside, <laughs> well, you were just do, you were doing it. what you were doing really, really well, and now can you do that for us? Um, Honestly, that's like a big that's a big thing. That's um, it's very big of them. Big of the imperial government. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of being like, I'm mad at you because you killed a lot of my people. It's like, actually, you were like really talented out there. <laughs> Like, like I saw the work you were doing. I just saw you just put in a lot. I'm like, <laughs> I saw it. I respected it. Here's a job. What is that Ariana Grande? I want it. Oh, I see it. I want it. No wait. I see it. I like it. I want I like it. it. I want it. I got it. Yeah. They did that. Seven rings. Before Ari herself. I don't want to go off topic again, Please. but she did release. A new song and video last night at midnight. I don't care. Sure, but I do. Okay, good. (laughs) I'll care when you do a cover of it and I get to listen. Ooh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah? We'll see. I'm excited. For those of you who don't know, Chloe has the voice of a goddamn angel. Um, Specifically right now. 
Specifically right now. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, yes. There's a lot of texture to her voice now, let's say. Uh, <laughs> I really did just post a cover with this voice. I know you did, which is why it's like my, you're like, I was sick, so I thought I'd sing. <laughs> like, I love I that. Well, because I can't. I It's 44 weeks I've been doing this without missing a week, so I was like, I can't miss one now. Damn. <laughs> you're great at keeping things up. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Cheng Shu and Cheng Po asked the governor of the Guangdong province to dissolve their mother-son relationship so they could get married. Mm. The governor granted and indeed witnessed the marriage. Wow. So he's like, I really like you guys. I love your love. Mm-hmm. It's weird. But I'm okay with it. <laughs> but you know what? Cheng Shu ends up using the loot that she got to keep, remember? Yeah. <laughs> to open a gambling house. In 1813, she gives birth to a son and then a daughter at a later date. Of course, nothing's written about her. Um, Chang Po dies in 1822. So they end up living this, like, a much longer life outside of piracy than they were in it. Jesus. Uh, I believe they're in Macau. She ends up, yeah, Ching Shou moves the family to Macau and opens a gambling house there and a brothel. She later becomes involved with the salt trade. So at this time, the reason there was so much opportunity for piracy was because the spice trade is like equivalent of the oil trade now. Mm. So the salt trade ends up becoming that too. Like the salt always is important. So Mm -hmm. think of like, there's a reason that the Macau, like Macau and the Malacca Strait are so important because there's such easy ways to get to and from certain parts where their spice is grown. So it, it, you know, (coughs) you're perfectly primed to be in a certain area area where you can get, um, you can control a great portion of the world's economy. Mm-hmm. She becomes involved in the salt trade. Not much is written about that, but I just love that she did. Yeah, it was like her maybe one honest job. <laughs> what are you saying about gambling houses <laughs> and brothels? Um, <coughs> I just, yeah, so only again, like... I love them. Only that you love them. So she, <laughs> again, nine years after, ends up still with this guy, with her husband slash stepson... Um, and, you know, she, she's lived the great majority of her life outside of the trade that makes her very famous, Mm -hmm. but it's what she did during that time that is amazing. So, yeah. So in later years, she serves as an advisor to Lynn Z-E-X-U. Like, truly, this is more Cantonese than Mandarin. Okay. (laughs) Z-E-X-U is his name. Zek. Zexu sounds like (laughs) it's definitely not it definitely not that um in battling the British during the first opium war in 1839 so she becomes like a governmental advisor during war (laughs) so he's I believe a like very high-ranking general just keep let it out I can't (laughs) you have to I don't want to you know it'll feel so good no, it doesn't. It's that like tickle, you know. Ooh. It's the one that like won't go away. That's horrible. Otherwise, I would have like coughed and been done. That's why I keep like quietly coughing. Okay, we're doing this. Um, we can do this. Yeah, <laughs> I have one bullet point left. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she serves as an advisor to a high-ranking imperial officer during the Stunning. first Opium War in 1839. Again, still kicking it. <laughs> opium seems up her alley. Right. It That's not does. what the. I don't believe that's what she was fighting for, but, like, but you're you never not know. wrong. You never know. Opium was up everyone's alley, to be fair. You, like, you never know. I'm Everyone loved opium. She's gambling. She's got the brothel. She's got the There's opium. no way in hell she doesn't have an opium den somewhere in there. She's fighting for her right to smoke in public. 
you got to fight. Like we all are. For your right to, to party. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. The OG. Um, she dies in bed surrounded by her family in Macau at the age of 69 in 1844. Listen, you knew I was going to say this, but she did die at the age of 69. Yeah. And I feel like that's important to note based on her rich life. <laughs> and I needed to say it. Uh-huh. And it had to be said. Had to be said. I'm and not. If, and if you weren't going to say it. I wasn't going to say somebody it. Somebody had to say it. I won't lie and say I didn't think it. Thank God. Also, yes. let me be completely honest here. Really Looking short. at your notes, you weren't sure if she was 68 or 69. You're absolutely right. I don't and know. And you went with 69. I did. So... I err on the side of caution. <laughs> Maybe she was a spring baby. Aw. Or early fall, and she died at the end of the year. Oh, a fall baby. I'm a fall baby. Yay. Yay. <laughs> you just had a birthday. I did just have a birthday. You're old now. You're now my I'm age. 93. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> that's why she sounds like this. Um, <laughs> In case everyone didn't know, once you catch the common cold, you age about... I don't know, 60-something years. 60, 70-something 70 years. years. Something like that. Mm. Anyway, so Ching She has this unbelievable legacy where she is depicted in many films. <laughs> For example, great art films like Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. <laughs> um, <laughs> she is this unbelievable figure where... In a world of a lot of lawlessness, she seemed to give a lot of structure. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a reason for her success. And I think it's really fascinating, too, that of all of that, she doesn't do the thing that a lot of men do, where she fights to be the last. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Again, this is my interpretation of it, but like, she doesn't need to be the one who goes out in a blaze of glory. She's a rational creature. Right. Unlike a lot of men. So she ends up... <coughs> I have a great calculating. It's calculating and also survival-based. Mm-hmm. She's clearly been through a lot, and she knows that she needs... She does what she needs to do to make it out. Mm-hmm. And she dies a free woman. Mm. Crazy. A free woman. Just... Crazy. Yeah. After all the wars. After literal wars. <laughs> she's waging battles on a boat. Right. How insane is that at all? I mean, it's her boat. Naval battles in and of themselves are so stupid. Mm-hmm. You're on a boat and you're shooting at each other. It's ridiculous. But she does it. She's up there. And it's an, it's unbelievable to me. It's truly one of my favorite things about reading about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I love it. Yeah. It's just so cool. And it was really fun to like get to learn a little bit. Again, I understand this is the very tip of an very large iceberg um but i really wanted to focus on someone who is outside of a world that i understood very very well very clearly and it was just so cool because like there's a whole article on women and pirate like female pirates Mm -hmm. and it was just fun to go through and like look at some of them and to see that a lot of them end up coming from nobility or somewhat higher stations in life and she didn't you Mm -hmm. know she came from I don't think she's even featured in that article, which is garbage. Um, Hmm. White people Hmm. were horrible. Um, So, you know, she ends up being this living legend and settles in, like, a dying colonial island, basically. It's not an island, but, you know. Mm -hmm. And dies 
like an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So badass. So badass. Which is fitting for the show. Oh, you mean historically badass broads? I have to say she's one of them. <coughs> she fits the bill. She fits the bill. She, fits she wrote the goddamn bill. She probably wrote the bill. I, You know, she'd like to write a lot of weird laws, so I wouldn't put that beyond her. And this podcast was one of them. <laughs> the podcast was one of them. I, yeah, the fifth law was <laughs> like 200 plus years later. Yeah, and contrary to popular belief that we just sit here and chat with each other and mm-hmm. record it. This was actually a fully scripted conversation <laughs> written by her. Written by Chingsha. Yeah. Including my butchering of any Cantonese name. Well, that was obviously part of it. Part she of was it. making a comment. She was making a comment on how, you know, white women in 2019 New York just mm-hmm. wouldn't know how to pronounce that. Tell me about that. You know. Mm-hmm. So. And she's right. She's one hundred percent correct. She's still writing this, which is why <laughs> we're saying that she's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited because I got to learn about a new lady, which is always a favorite thing. Mm. And I'm also really excited because I came up with an idea for us to do a series of women based on a very specific event, not one event, series of events, time period. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so we're gonna. I think the next few episodes. Let's be real. I don't know how many ladies there are because there's just so many who are so cool. Kid in a candy store. Honestly, yeah. I have. <laughs> I have the best choice. Um, I don't even know where to start. Do I do chronological? Do I do like whatever the fuck I feel like? I don't know. I will probably do chronological. Because mm. um, it'll. I get very confused. I have to map out family relations during this time mm-hmm. and during this era. Mm-hmm. I have to put up my giant map of the British royal family. Right. Because I get confused because there's so many people all named the same thing, basically. And so this is this is fun. It will be... I'm really excited because I... There are so many women who, like, made it happen. Right. Who... who even though this is, you know, what I'm talking about, I'm sure some of you could guess, but like, is an era that <laughs> Chloe's laughing. No one can guess. Not I'm being. Me. I'm trying to be really no, vague. Not me. Not me. I'm trying me. to be vague. Um, even though this is a time period that's about fighting <laughs> over something really specific and masculine, and it's a time period where chroniclers are still male and writing about things that are predominantly male, even they have to write about the women. Mm. So that's when you know. Like if the women, if we know a lot about these women's lives and we know a lot about what they did, it's because they were for they couldn't leave them out. You know what I mean? Right. Like you couldn't have a history without them. Ooh. And yeah. yeah and so I'm really excited because like there's just so many. Um, there are there's so many of them, uh, and it's just a great legacy. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be really fun to do. Like I said, I don't know how many episodes there'll be because every time I read more about it, I find new ladies um, <coughs> to talk about. Mm-hmm. So there might be an episode or two where we write, talk about a few of them because there maybe is less known about yeah. them. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's just so many. Um, so yeah, that was exciting. I, I was It was fun to try and branch off. I'm now going back into an extreme comfort zone. That's what happens, I guess. <laughs> 
when you give you it's like You're a rubber like, band wow I tried <laughs> I did it and I plan on doing it again um I just got really pumped so because I'm, I'm like excited. this has a theme your excitement is infectious <gasps> thank you it is I'm really you got that little glint in your eye thanks <laughs> <laughs> just change it and make it manic it's also the early morning sun you know, yeah, the awesome. early morning. It's so, also doing it's that early thing. morning for us. It is noon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy about it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> this was another episode of Historically Badass Broads. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy hearing my retelling of something I don't know that much about but love. Peppered with my sporadic coughing. Thank you for listening to that, which on, is somehow musical. Repeat. No, no, yes, no, no, no. Is. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'll, I'll I'll cough the uh, the um, exit music for us all. Oh my god, please! <laughs> that that's you'll just hear me laughing, and it'll like fill in the background. Um, <laughs> so thanks so much, and we'll try and be more regular with episodes. Yes, we will. Yeah, have a great time. Time, weeks, yeah. life. Make your own history. Oh, <laughs> if I didn't kind of hate that as much as I loved it, that should be our tagline. <laughs> but it won't be. It won't be because it just it just but it won't toes be. the line. But you all, if you made it through this whole podcast, you got to hear that. You got to nugget. hear it. You It'll got to hear never it. Never happen again. Never. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks again. Bye. <laughs>